Hello and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast exploring irrelevant questions about entertainment, namely movies, TVs, and comics. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and check out our Instagram highlights. Man, I'm so bad at doing Instagram highlights. <laughs> you said you are going to do it. Really gotta... I in gotta... Fair, in fairness, I said I was going to write a Zack Snyder's Justice League we're review, so and bad I still haven't. We're so bad at being influencers. It's a good thing we're not. Yes. We have zero influence on the world. And that's probably for the best. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to keep trying. Check out our Instagram highlights. They There are highlights. That's at Just Us Losers Pod. Yes. Uh, there, there are highlights. There's a thing that's usually like questions and things you can engage with and stuff like that. And I'm going to do mm-hmm. more of that. Um, and maybe we'll do like, a, I don't know, a game. If I do, if I'm getting, if I get better at it, I'll set like an alarm or something to mm-hmm. post something. Yeah, there you go. Problem with that is that. I don't want to force myself to post something that's just inadequate. Right. But so I got to set the alarm for like 24 hours before you need to post something. So then your brain starts thinking about what uh, to that's post. probably a good idea. Yeah. Let the, your subconscious solve the problem. My little writing thing. I read the prompt last night before I went to bed just to get the wheels turning. Right. And then I woke up this morning. And I was like, ah, that's the thing that people don't know what you're talking about. Exactly. Matt did a writing competition. Did, yeah. A little writing competition. It's a micro fiction competition. So micro efficiency. So you get some, you get a couple of guidelines and you have to 24 hours to write a 100 word short story. Yep. So, so it goes, I don't think I'm allowed to release mine yet because it's still protected by the competition, but eventually I'll, I'll post that link out there. Yeah. We'll probably put it on the REM website. Yeah. It's like a little highlight. Like look what Matt did. Yeah. Post the link or something. We'll (laughs) see, see what we can do. Yep. It'll be fun. Uh, Matt. Preston. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been watching a little bit of stuff. I, I don't like this voice. I'm going to stop even... doing this voice. <laughs> You're also going to stop doing this voice. Am I? I am. What have you been yeah. watching? Uh, well, I've been watching a couple of TV shows. As I'm on some crackhead energy today for some reason. I'm just... I'm giddy. It's mostly because I'm going to get to sit down with Andrew later and, and yeah, talk to him about, about some stories. stuff. I, yeah. I've, been, I've just been bouncing off the wall all day. I, I'm having a good day so far. Yeah, me too. Hopefully that doesn't make it a bad episode. <laughs> Our happiness makes the episode worse. <laughs> well, it probably will be. There's probably like a right balance of energy where we're not getting off on too many tangents. And right. Kind of focused on the topic. I think this is not that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so I don't know if this is the plan for, I guess at this point, three weeks for now, but we're planning to do at some point in the near future a Who Done It Better episode. Yes. Yes, we are. With, uh, with AK. Yep. Our, uh, one of our social media managers. And also our friend. And also our... Yeah, I guess that counts too. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you make me put it in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. Um, so in anticipation of that, I have watched The Undoing mm-hmm. on HBO Max, starring the adorable Hugh Grant, mm-hmm. the slightly less adorable but still pretty adorable Noah Jupe, mm-hmm. and the really not that adorable Nicole Kidman. I was going <laughs> to... She's just... Yeah. She's, she's not adorable. No. She's she's good in it. She's a likable, interesting character, yeah. but she's not adorable. Yeah. Um I'm not gonna get too much into it because we'll save that conversation more right. for when we do that actual episode. But it's not great. I've got some real problems with it. Yeah. Um, I, I I do as well. I, I see what they were going for and I see some ways that it could have gone very well, but it just mm-hmm. didn't. Yeah. Uh, Defending Jacob, on the other hand, on Apple TV Plus. Yes. Starring Chris Evans and Michelle Dockery and Jaden Martell. I'm going to go with it. Probably. Uh, I'll say kid... that. We are putting our foot down that that is who that is. The kid from It and Knives Out. If it's not, you're wrong, and it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that one's much better. Oh, it's so good. I have much fewer problems with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's not a perfect show for me, but it's probably somewhere between an eight and a nine. Okay, good. Uh, you're, it's at least close because mine. It's a solid nine. It's right. not. It's it's not peaking into the ten territory, but right. like it's a solid nine for me. Yeah. Yeah. It is a good show. Yeah. I have very have you, few issues with it, and I have a lot of things that I really like about it. Did you get it. to the end? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's interesting. It's really well done. Um, the acting is phenomenal. The mm-hmm. character work is great. Just Acting we'll is phenomenal. It, or like, I guess, like to, to me, the acting is phenomenal post-episode two. I feel like I have more problems with the first two episodes than, like, hmm. like 98% of my problems with the show are in the first two episodes. It's just, yeah. like kind of forced exposition iffy writing and stuff like that sure but like i mean it hits episode three and you're like oh okay (laughs) that's the happening yep yeah really good uh i'd say if you i mean we're gonna do this episode in a few weeks it'll it'll be coming up in the near future so i'd say get on it because we'll probably have to talk spoilers we will talking about those so get caught up on those but if you've only got time to do one Get your Apple TV free trial and watch Defending Jacob. Actually, here's uh, uh, this is a good chance to do a good uh, um, good head start warning. Uh, the Undoing, Defending Jacob, Knives Out, probably Murder on the Orient Express. Oh, well, uh, a well, lot well, of like well. murder mystery whodunit stuff. Well, you must read the entire oeuvre of Agatha Christie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we're, we're probably going to be spoiling all of those. So you've got three to four weeks yep um at minimum if if we have to push it back again we'll push it back again we'll kind of give you that warning um but if you want to listen to the episode you might want to go watch those we're gonna spoil all the murder mysteries and it's gonna be no fun for anyone who hasn't seen anything this is primarily a note for our editor gage (laughs) because he has to listen to it so gage you might want to go watch those let's find a whole bunch of movies that he's not going to be expecting us to spoil and spoil them (laughs) oh it'd be so much fun torture him Nah, I don't want to scare him away. I'm a very unkind person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, beyond that, I rewatched Tenet now that it's on HBO oh. Max. Okay. I think we talked about this last week when I saw you outside of podcast I don't think we stuff. I don't think we talked about it. I, I, I like we talked about Tenet, but I don't. Th- I didn't know that you rewatched oh. it. Okay. Yes, I rewatched it. Uh, better or worse than the initial watching? It's about the exact same. Honestly, All right. <laughs> I really like it. I had a lot of fun. I was pretty confused most of the time. Christopher Nolan is doing does a great job of like making sure you have an opinion of the actual movie. Like, yeah, like it's not going to change. Yep, That's not he's... true. I've had it's for me. Tenet mm-hmm. was a slow burn. Okay, I really liked it. We, we talked about this. I really yeah. liked it going in and soon after. Um, but then I don't know. I look back on it. That's eh, a middle movie for me. Yeah, it's probably a seven. It's yeah, it's between a seven and an eight for me. I think if we're if we're putting it on a on a scale there. Yep. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's just it's a. I've, I, I'm pretty sure I used this analogy after it first came out, but I I really like it. Not analogy, explanation. Mm. There's kind of three levels you can watch this movie. If you go in and you're like, you're paying attention and you're trying to understand what's going on, but you're not like really on top of it you're not the sort of person that's going to be able to figure out and follow all the nuances you don't have the spatial temporal reasoning to understand (laughs) all of the logic you're a normal human being yeah but you're going to be a little confused and a little infuriated Mm -hmm. if you go in and you are just super on top of it and super locked in and you get the premise and you can see all of the moving parts and understand where they're coming from and where they're going you're a lot smarter than me but you're going to have a lot of true. fun. You're going to see that. I'm not that much smarter than you. <laughs> you're gonna, not that much smarter. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't notice. I get a little cheeky look at the camera. Uh, 
But if you're if you're paying that much attention and you're understanding everything, you're going to see all the complex mechanics and how everything's set up, and it's going to be a really cool experience. Mm. And if you go in and just completely turn your brain off and watch the explosions and the pew pews, you're going to have a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just a it's a really well designed, spectacular action yeah. movie. You have to watch this fully brain off, casual or or fully brain on critical yeah <laughs> there's no in between with this movie well and i feel like you can go critical with anything except trying to understand the technical mechanics of the premise right and that's kind of where i was like i'm just gonna not even try right like, i uh, that's something that um maybe it maybe it is christopher nolan that kind of like inspired this for me whenever i write something that's uh fictional like science fiction anything that has anything relative that can uh, even if it's mystical that affects a scientific thing Mm -hmm. i want to know exactly how that works i've got a character in a story that can time travel and i want to know exactly what it does right and how that works and i want to be able to explain it in a natural way in the story Mm -hmm. um but i will i basically the problem i get is that i keep pulling on that string and i'm like well what about this how does it affect that how does it affect that and i spend 80 percent of the time writing the story focused on one aspect of the story Mm -hmm. and it can cause me to burn out on the story right so we'll find out if i can if when i actually publish any creative content eventually (laughs) uh if if it's any good (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean you can definitely pull those threads with tenet do people poop backwards Oh no! <laughs> I'm well, not no. the first person that's posed that question. Oh, okay. Well, no, because like if you're going backwards and you you're pooping forwards, right? But what does it look like to an outside observer? Although, I yeah, guess, you're... why are you observing someone if you're pooping? It goes. It goes. It's going in. Yeah. Cool. Good. Yep. Glad we cleared that up. How do you flush a toilet? That's when you're backwards, though. Do you have to send a toilet through the... Spoilers, I guess, for Tenet. Do you have to send a toilet through the <laughs> machine for it to work backwards? Because uh, they send guns through the machine to, for right. it to work backwards. You can send relatively complex machine. Or, yeah. Yeah, devices through the But like if you toilet. poop in a forward toilet, does the toilet work? I mean... Presumably, it doesn't matter. If you matter. eat forward food, does it digest the right way? Does it poop backwards? <laughs> These are the questions that I care about now. I'm in your head. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, Tenet. Yeah. Uh, check it out on HBO Max. Uh, and don't think about pooping backwards. Yep. That's, um, what the, that's what the Cards Against Humanity card pooping back and forth forever is. <laughs> I've solved it. Good stuff. He's so good at manipulating time. Maybe that's, oh my God, what if that's what inspired him to have this idea? He was playing Cards Against Humanity. He was like, what if? And all of a sudden he was like, dude, stop. Stop taking Cards Against Humanity cards and making them into movies. Because Christopher Nolan's the kind of guy to sit around with Michael Caine and Tom Hardy playing Cards Against uh, Humanity. uh, Killian Murphy, all like his normal people. They're always just sitting around. And Hathaway got into it. I would I would watch the pants off that. Oh, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> God, what a what a crew to play cards against humanity together. Uh we should make that happen. What a tangent. Anything else you've watched? Mortal Kombat. Oh, you did? The movie. Yeah. I did. I watched Next. it too. Oh yeah. I watched it in the theater. Oh. Yeah. Show off. Uh-huh. Look at you. I, it was literally pants. like last minute. Apparently they were they were showing it at Harkin. Uh, uh, OKC, like a downtown OKC theater. 
Um, and Andrew and some of his friends were going, he was just like, you want to go? And I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. So I went to it. Uh, and it what do you think? what do you think? I didn't like it very much. You didn't like it? No. No. Oh, why? It's kind of a dour, ugly little movie. Hmm. Um, I didn't hate it. The action was pretty good for the most part. Mm. There's a lot of cool brutalities. What you what, what was your expectations going into it? Um, what were your expectations? Plurals. I mean, I figured from the trailers, the effects and the action were going to be the selling point, but I mm-hmm. didn't think that they were going to phone in the rest of the movie as hard as they did. Because mm. they really phoned in the rest of the movie. Yeah. I... I went into it expect. Have you seen the other Mortal Kombat movie? No. It's bad. I'm aware. And I was going into it expecting that. Okay. Ignoring the trailers, I was expecting that. Mm-hmm. And so I was very pleasantly surprised. Okay. For what a movie about Mortal Kombat can be, mm-hmm. it was a good movie to me. Like it's fair enough. You're not gonna get anything more than this. It's no. about a bunch of people with powers in a tournament that just fight it out yep. with little to no substance of a story. Right. Um, but like, I mean, the main character was like, like was believable, was allowed to have a family, not believable was, was passable. That's what okay. I was looking for. Was allowed to have a family. Like it, it wasn't mm-hmm. driven by trauma. Right. Um, well, he was just not his. Right. Um, Kano's character was so much fun. That's true. I love uh, you don't have surround sound, but there's a, this, there's the scene, the first scene where you see him and like they're talking and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and he's just tied up and being a, being a dickhead. They make a comment about one of the characters not having the mark, mm-hmm. and it's just like I wasn't chosen, and they pan it all the way to the back of him, just going wah wah. <laughs> so it's just it's in the like it, you're like watching the movie, and then you just hear from behind you wah wah, and it's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. I actually cackled in the theater at that. <laughs> and just his his just isms throughout oh, yeah. were just so fun. Yeah. Like he he was he brought light to it. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. It was a dour movie. Yeah. Like it was just it wasn't a like a lighthearted movie. It was, no. Yeah, it was that. And so But it wasn't even like serious and self-righteous. It was just kind of unpleasant. Yeah. I uh they do gore at the very beginning mm-hmm. and then they do gore about a third of the way or two thirds of the way through and not really much in between. Not a whole lot. And I forgot it was a gory movie until yep. a person was basically sawed in half with a table saw. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh my God. just <laughs> 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 watching the movie and my brain had kind of like cooled off. Yep. And then that happened. I'm like, oh, oh, right. Oh, this is Mortal Kombat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did love that moment. Yeah, that was that was a good like. Oh, all right, okay, I'm yep. awake again. I think I think it's just it's it's what the movies are gonna be, and yeah. I I was I got what I went to watch, mm-hmm. which was just cool action. Like I turned my brain off for this one. I didn't mm-hmm. critical it. Yeah. Well, except for even beyond me turning off my critical brain, the exposition was just so forced. In the first half of the movie. Which it's going to have to be with this yeah. pre- premise as absurd as the, the When you've got is. 11 games worth of lore that feed into what Mortal Kombat is, you've got, and you want to make it that, yep. they could have chopped out a ton of it. Yeah. They made it was, it's like, this is the 10th tournament. And so you have to have so much exposition on what yep. all that did. Yep. Um, but uh, no, it was, I was fine with it. I'll probably watch it again if I'm, 
drunk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> it feels like an extinct, like a lot, like an extinction type of movie. Extraction. <laughs> I got it. Extraction, where it's just okay. like, you know, it's just fun action. The story's, but. All right. I guess Extraction had a little bit better of a story. Yeah, I'd put this a cut below Extraction. Because yeah. Extraction, like, there's characters with yeah. motivations and something resembling personalities. Right. It's a, five, it's a five and a half for me. Okay. Like it's between a five and a six. It's like a flat four for me. All right. And didn't really enjoy it, but I did. I like, like how below five, you call it like a flat that number, and then above five, you call it a solid that number. Like if it's like right, uh, like, yep. if, like it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Unless you call it, I guess, a flat five. So I guess it's like five and below. Would you call it a solid or a flat six? I'd say solid six. Solid six. For something that is a solid six. Yeah. Because like you're like, you're kind of in the middle looking up at mm-hmm. six and above and you're looking down. So it's like. Solid and flat. Right. Sharp. Sharp and flat. The natural six. (laughs) It's a sharp seven through ten and a flat five through zero. One. You're just too excited about music right now. Am I? Yes, I am. Yes, you are. Anyway. Anyway. Anything else? I think that's it. Um... Oh, no. I okay. watched, uh, watched a few scattered episodes of That's So Raven over Hannah's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, she really is on a Disney bender, isn't she? It's a, you know, it's a good, like, if you just, you need 20 minutes, you've had a rough day, and you need some nostalgia uh, to de-stress while you have your dinner, it's a good one. It's right. a good one to choose for that. It's, um, I mean, most of those Disney shows are, classic ones are pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. All right. Yeah. That's all I have to say about it. Didn't you watch Hannah Montana? We watched a couple episodes of it. Okay. That one was, I think, a little lower. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's cool. what I got. What have you been up to? Uh, well, we just talked about Mortal Kombat. Um, I watched the first season of Invincible. Oh, yeah. I remember you were going to do that. It's really good. I'm going to add it to my watch list. <laughs> <laughs> it is like... Okay, so he, uh, I, I was talking to one of my coworkers about this, uh, mm-hmm. and he, he liked the way I phrased it, because I compared it to The Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, because you can kind of look at both of those as, you know, you have Marvel and you have DC are the superhero things, right? Anything done, any superhero stuff done outside of that, people will consider like a commentary or like a blah, 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 of, of superhero of the superhero genre. Right. Um, that's an interesting discussion in and of itself that Marvel and DC have so monopolized the market that anything else can only come in as a parody or a commentary. Yeah. I think that's something we should talk about at some point. Let's uh, add it to the list. Um, the way I described the difference between the boys and invincible, the boys is a commentary on the superhero genre. Invincible is a superhero show done different. Okay. Does that kind of, does that kind of make sense? That that makes some sense. It's, it's just like, yeah, it's the boys is what if superheroes were real Mm-hmm. And then Invincible is what if superheroes, but interesting, different thing. It's mm-hmm. it, it's its own superhero. It's not a it's not a commentary on the um, on the genre. It's just it it's it's a it's a superhero's world with less restrictions, fewer restrictions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I like it a lot more than the boys because it's just it's it's so much fun. The characters are all lovable. Um Boy, you could have... I, I saw someone talk about this. J.K. Simmons is just the perfect man for talking down at people. 
you could have a world conflict and you could have him go up to like whoever's like the world leaders and just say stop being a and then just like list profanities mm-hmm. and then they will just be like sorry sir like <laughs> just <laughs> it's it's just so fantastic i it's so much fun uh, it's a stacked cast you got jk simmons steven yin uh yuen yun yun uh you've got mark hamill as a minor role how do you do mark hamill as a minor role <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, I'm scro- whoa. He is down. So I'm I'm scrolling down this uh, the cast list, just main page of IMDb, and I'm these are just the names that I recognize. Right. Uh, Stephen Yoon, Sandra Oh, J.K. Simmons, Zazy Beetz, Walton mm-hmm. Goggins, Zachary Quinto, uh, Mark Hamill, Ross Marquand, Mahershala Ali, John Hamm, Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I'm it sure is, it goes on. Yeah, and I've seen a picture. Uh, my coworker showed me a picture of uh, someone put a tab in the comic. So mm-hmm. it's based on a comic by mm-hmm. the um, the crea- same creator as Walking Dead, Kirkman. and who is also now the CEO of Image. Um, these were done at the exact same time. They both started. He was started writing them both in 2009. Invincible ended in 2018, and Walking Dead ended in 2019. Like he mm-hmm. was writing them simultaneously. Okay. Uh, I don't think he was writing Walking Dead by the time it got to the end. Anyway. Um, they show, he showed me a picture of where we were in the comic. So envision a comic book that is about an inch and a half to two, actually two and a half inches thick. Envision three of those. That's the story of Invincible. It is a lot of comic. Wow. We are about three quarters of an inch in. There are gonna, there can be 10 seasons of this. Okay. But here's the thing that I that I think I've discovered. Uh, so I've watched Walking Dead through season eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there mm-hmm. after Negan got slashed. And now I've watched this one, both Robert Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so here's what I'm going to say that I think is going to happen. I think that they're going to that Robert Kirkman has a lot more control over Invincible than he did. I think he stepped away after season two of walking dead. And that's when it really started deviating heavily from the comics. Okay. Um, until they got to Negan and then there's just like shot for shot remakes of Negan, because that's just a, just a good story arc in mm-hmm. the comics. So I'm told probably, um, I read a couple of volumes and yeah. then decided it wasn't worth it to invest in the remaining mm-hmm. 29. Um, so what I think is going to happen is Kirkman's going to have a lot more control over this. And he's going to decide what is worth putting, what, what translates to a show. And because you do have a little bit more uh, capability when it comes to animated show versus live action show. Right. Uh, but I think that there's going to be a lot of trimming out the fat. There's, uh, my coworker said, I think his friend has, has read the whole comics mm-hmm. and knows that there's a few filler story arcs that they can probably just take out entirely. Sure. Um, but... I think we're going to get a solid seven seasons out of this. Okay. That's my estimate. And I am going to say that I think that they're all going to be great. I that's ambitious. Um, it's, it's such a solid show Mm -hmm. and there's so much room to grow, especially since they're, it's written by a guy who knows how to write comics and like, and can tell really good stories. It's a reason he's in charge of a, comic company now yeah 
Um, I'm excited to see where this goes. I, I binged it all in two afternoons and it, it's catches you off guard in some moments. Um, the characters just all of their motivations make sense for what they are. And you get Mm -hmm. like, it keeps you on, it keeps you guessing. Um, but still kind of plant seeds. The thing it's just, it's, it's a good story. I think I need to check it out. You got to check it out. It's so good. And, and there's, and there's no point where it's not good. It's consistently good through like Mm -hmm. the first episode is good. And then it hooks you. And the second episode is good and it keeps you. (laughs) And it's just, and it's, it keeps its momentum. Mm -hmm. Sustained excellence. Mm -hmm. Like it. All right. All right. I think, oh, I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. That's I'm right. Finally back to my Assassin's Creed playthrough. Yay! I just 100 percent of it. I like I got all the trophies. You were there when I, I was there. Did I the saw the very it. It last happened. thing. I didn't know what happened. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> um, I thought it was kind of funny that they like take control of your character and you ran three seconds and went to a door and then it went to another cutscene. <laughs> I thought that was very amusing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I just finished all the trophies and now I'm gonna go do the DLCs. Uh Brendan is our friend Brendan who's playing the Assassin's Creed game through Can we call him just the Friendin? Now? The Friendin. uh he's ahead of me he's in the next game uh but also i work from home and i'm idle at the moment at work so i'm just gonna be like playing it all day every day but uh it's a good game um the backstory to the main character bayek is that his son was killed by loosely speaking his son was killed by the bad guys there's some story stuff that mm-hmm. muddles that a little bit. And I don't want to spoil that if in case anyone ever feels like playing that game. Um, and so you're going to hunt the people down that caused your son's death. And uh, it's he's, he is, I'll put him number two on just a care, a good character. Mm-hmm. Like, He's his motivations. I've said motivations several times now. His motivations are all driven like he's three dimensional, but he's got one motivation. Like he's got his goal and anything he does is driven by that goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there's makes, any yeah. there's so many side quests that have to do with children. His kid was like eight. OK. Um, and there's so many stories that have to do with little kids. And it just he's they write him so good with kids. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh yeah, like it just like it gets down on one knee to talk to kids, and it's mm-hmm. just like all like the tricks that you hear to use with kids to kind of yep. give them respect. And he's just he's, and he respects the god. He's, he's Egyptian. He's ancient Egyptian, um, and so and like he's a worshiper. So it's not someone who's just atheistic and angry and stuff. Right. He still worships the gods and finds flaws in humanity and okay. stuff like that. It's just it's it's such a uh, such a compelling story. The biggest problem I have with the story uh, for this one is the pacing gets a little weird right at the end mm-hmm. because you spend ballpark gameplay an hour is to a few months. So you play an okay. hour and a few months has passed, but then you get to kind of the climax. And then if you if you're ex- excited about it and you just blitz through the main story uh, or like you just even at the same pace, really. Um, of like doing side quests to main quests mm-hmm. like kind of you do like one to one ratio that's what that if you do like one main quest a couple side quests one main quest a couple side quests sure that's about the one hour of play is a few months 
But if you do that same ratio towards the end, it's not like that because one hour is now like four years have passed. Oh. Because you do one story quest and then the next story quest and then you go back and it's just like, I've done these. And it's like, cool, you've been gone for a few months and then mm-hmm. awesome. But then you do a couple main story quests in the end and then you come back and you talk to someone. And it's just been, it's been so long and like things have changed. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I went back and played all the side quests and I guess they intend you go into the kind of this new area that's controlled by the Roman empire. Okay. And there's so many side quests that are like the, you see how the world is affected by the Roman empire. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly the one guy who's the, the big guy. And you're just like, it's, Oh yes, the this person has done this stuff and this stuff, and you're like, I killed him like forever ago. <laughs> like I, I don't know what to do about this. I, I mean, he's Sorry. not around anymore, and yeah. so you're supposed to have done all of these side quests. Uh. Is the intent, um, and I think it's a little iffy on that mm-hmm. because they're side quests and not main quests. Okay, but uh, you know, otherwise it's great. I can't wait to play the next game though. Odyssey is a great game. Cool, but. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. Good stuff. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've done. I don't think there's really anything else I've been doing. Doing a lot of REM stuff, but yep. All I'm right. Busy. News, n- news ish. News ish. So this is we're next gonna... week. Yeah. But in 30 minutes for us. Yep. We're doing the news catch up. Things that have happened in the past four months. We're supposed to do three month things, but it's, yeah, more like three and a half or four at this. Four point. months. Uh, dis- discussion of all the things that have happened so far but uh for now we're just going to talk about the things that have happened in the past couple of weeks yep just big ticket items the normal the, the normal stuff we talk yeah. about yeah so uh what's happened what's been going on uh we finally got that trailer for venom let there be carnage yes we did boy did we what do you think is this just the same movie? I think it's going to be the same movie. I think it's... I, now the bad guy's red, so it's easier to tell them apart. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just going to be... I think the, the what I'm excited for this movie compared to Venom is just the relationship between Venom and yeah. Tom Hardy. Yeah. Like, the shots in there were just funny. It's like, I want to eat her. And he's just like, we cannot eat her. <laughs> I'm excited for just that. Like, I think... I mean, Venom was a totally fine movie. It was fun. A popcorn it was, it movie, was shut was. your brain off, watch them be goofy and murder people and eat sure. someone and have them roll in the wind like a turd and just have fun. <laughs> and I think this is going to be the same thing, but yeah. with Woody Harrelson being totally crackhead. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fun. It's a, it's a movie that knows exactly what it wants to be and sets out to be exactly that. And it doesn't, doesn't cut any corners, doesn't pull any punches. Yep. I mean... I guess they did make it PG thirteen, so that's. Did they? I don't. Like, I didn't see a rating. Uh, I guess we don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. I could, Venom I'm was sure R, was. right? I don't remember. I think it was. Was it? I Why don't... would they go back to PG thirteen if the first one was R? I think the first one was PG thirteen. I don't remember. Which says something about this movie. <laughs> but <laughs> if it was R, they didn't use it very well, and if it was pg-13 then that just made it more forgettable do you think this is a movie that needs to be r i don't think it i mean so here's the thing like, we, we've talked about this we used to use logan as an example it's a movie that didn't need to be r mm-hmm. but they made it r and it gave it room to be what it really needed to be 
Like it, it, there was only like a couple moments that were R rated, but those are the moments that really sold the story. Yeah. And so like you could have gotten away with it and still would have been a perfectly fine movie, mm-hmm. but just giving that a little bit extra headroom yeah. to tell what it wanted to tell. Like Deadpool needs to be R. You can't yeah. have a PG 13 Deadpool. Nope. Logan could have been PG 13. Yeah. It would have lost a little bit of its luster, but like you, it, it would have been a good movie. It would have been a good way. movie. Yeah. And I feel like Venom is probably the same thing where like giving it that extra headroom of an R rating isn't going to change the quality of the story all that much. No. So was it, did you find out? It was PG 13. Okay. I don't think that making it R would have really changed all that much. I don't think that like, if you took that story and made Mm -hmm. it R rated, you would have probably gotten a couple extra moments of a little bit extra gore and maybe a couple F bombs. Probably would have gotten to see him actually bite someone's head off. Right. Which would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that it, with the way that this version of the character is written, I don't think it needed to be. Yeah. I think they could have had a lot more fun with it if they went into it saying, this is going to be an R rated movie and let's just do this. Yeah. Um, but you know, I oh, think it's got it. What are you going to do? I think it's got its cap. Yeah. And we're going to get a PG 13, totally passable fun movie that we're going to eat popcorn and go home and go. All right. And then yeah, forget about it. It's kind of a low ceiling, high floor movie. Yeah. 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 I like that. It's a sports analogy. Oh, okay. Talk about prospects. They say he's safe. He's high ceiling, low floor. Gotcha. What? High ceiling, low floor? Reverse. (laughs) (laughs) He has a lot of potential, but he can also crash. Which is also also possible. Um, Yeah. So that's that's a movie. That's a movie. Um, You know what's not a movie? Pretty much everything. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of things that are not a movie. You know, triangle is in fact not a movie. (laughs) I am not a movie. Should be. Unless this is secretly some sort of Truman Show kind of... I guess I am on camera. We are, yeah. We are a moving picture. Huh. I'm a moving picture, huh? Interesting. Hadn't thought of that. What is reality, though? I think, therefore, I am. That is the only thing you can be certain of. Are you trying to suck me into a philosophy discussion? Yes, I am! (laughs) Stranger Things is not a movie. That's true. It is a show. (laughs) It's a TV show. I think Stranger Things could get a movie. I... I hope not. Wouldn't be shocked... If they cap it off, like they do a five season run and they cap it off with a, a two hour movie, kind of a la Breaking Bad. Right. Uh, we got a, a Stranger Things teaser, yes, a new one. Um, it is going to, we're going to learn about 11. We're going to get some backstory. Finally. We're going to get uh, updates on kids one through 10 and also potentially 12 through 13? some unspecified number. I feel like that. 13 is the number that's going to happen. I'm pretty sure one of those door numbers was 20. I think those oh. door numbers started at 20 oh, okay. and they're counted backwards. All right. But I don't know. Yeah. Uh, which makes a lot of sense because the first three seasons have all kind of been, hey, scary monster from the upside down. Eleven's going to use her powers. Hey, scary monster from the upside down. Eleven's going to use her powers even more. What was season three about? Scary monster from the upside down <laughs> and then Eleven uses her powers the most of all. <laughs> <laughs> was it the portal one? Uh yeah, the Russians are trying to build a portal under the mall, and the monster right. is like accumulating human flesh. Oh, because it's the flash forward one. Yeah, a little, a little older. Bit, a little bit older. This yeah. one's going to be a bigger time jump because they're it's really aging while. right now. Yeah, they're what are they like eighteen now? Something like that. Yeah. God, they're old. Yeah. Well, Lucas was eighteen in like season two. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
Yeah. So it makes sense for them to go kind of a different route, get a little more backstory, explore more of the um, the secretive oh. government program, which originally that was kind of the direction they were going with season one is like, okay, there's this scary other place, but really the government program is the thing. But then that's everyone going on was here. like the upside down and they were like, all right, I guess we'll do more of this. Yeah. So, well, that's a issue unless they're going to de-age Millie. Well, I mean, they can cast a, a younger actress as and do I mean, it from when she's significantly younger. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. You could do when she was... Because she got out when they were... How old was she? 11. Was she? Roughly. <laughs> Roughly, yeah. <laughs> and so you don't have a whole lot of room to... Basically, you got to make it like five or younger because... Yeah. If you... Five years prior is going to be... She's going to look a lot like herself. Well, there's a there was a flashback in season two when we see a very young 11, like a three-year-old 11. Yeah. So we reuse that actress now that she's seven. But she probably looks... Like, she looks different from Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you, you just you have to accept a certain I level of that. And don't want to! In 10 years, we'll be able to do flawless de-aging. We've seen really young Robert Downey Jr., and I will never accept recasting for a younger character. You're spoiled. <laughs> I am! I have expectations. I think it'll look weird if they try to de-age her still at this point. I think what'll probably happen is we get a... Uh, Mandalorian last episode spoil really quick something like that where they with Luke where mm. they have a character that looks kind or an actor that looks kind of like him and then CGI kind of morph his face a little bit yeah um because that looked fine if they spent more time and more budget on that because it was just one shot so they were yeah. just like man we're just gonna throw it together and if you look at the actual character or actual actor mm-hmm he looks a little like young Mark Hamill. But Could have just got Sebastian Stan and slapped a wig on him and it would have been he, fine. Sebastian Stan looks about as close to Mark Hamill as this other car- or other no. actor did. Okay. And so it's literally just morphing their face a little bit to make it look closer. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's probably what they could do. Stranger Things is Netflix's strongest property. Yeah. So point. I feel like they would put a lot of money into that. Into yeah. something. Because, I mean, it's just... or. Any show that they would put an amount of money necessary to do that would be Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. No, I, I could see it. That's my rant on de-aging Millie Bobby Brown. Or Thank I you. guess. Thank you for your contribution. Millie Bobby Browning, another actor. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the, the technical verb will end up being there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um I have a release date written down somewhere, I think. Oh, no, I don't think they have a release date. No, it's date just yet. coming soon. It's uh, Or think, streaming soon. Yeah, I think they're looking at 2022. Yeah, probably. Um, I don't think it's going to be this year. No, it's... Dude, we're halfway through 2021. I know. You know what comes out in 2022? <gasps> Batman! Yeah! I, I was going to say, I'm surprised you got that. But also, what's the only movie that I actively can't wait for? <laughs> Dune? Oh, Yeah. That's this year. Oh my god, that's this year. Oh my god, that's coming. We have that on our It's like six months away. Episode calendar now. <laughs> I'm so ready. Dune 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 dune. We're such nerds. We're dune dudes. We're dune dudes. I need to reread it. I'm gonna read the entire trilogy. Okay. That's literally my next thing. I'm finishing up uh Tinker Taylor. I'm halfway through. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been reading that by the way, but I'll update it. Tell later us about on. it when you're done. Yeah. Um my next thing is to reread Dune. I'll go buy the version, my that mm-hmm. same version, because mm-hmm. uh, I have Dune Messiah. And then, and then finally, I can have my copy back, so I can reread it. You have it? No, I don't. 
Oh, then Andrew has it. Andrew has it. Oh. Andrew has so many of my books right now. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't read any of them. Six Swamp Things and Six Hellboys and uh, Dune. Yeah. But yeah, no. But I'm, I'm anyway. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till we talk about that in one of these news episodes. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, one of next week's type of news episodes. You're gonna make your predictions. IMDb 10.0, Metacritic 100. <laughs> I think it's gonna do worse than we hope, or than we want it. Worse box office or critical public reception? I think critical reception is gonna be worse than. I think public perception or public um, ratings are gonna be. Or like casual ratings are going to be about what we expect. I think criticals critics are going to not like it as much because it's, I don't know. We'll have that discussion when we, we will get have there. that discussion when we get there. Yep. Anyway, what else has happened this week? Uh, Billie Eilish put out a new song. Yes. Your power. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it's nice. It's good. It's good. Sure. Yep. She's also playing. Uh, I don't know if you ever pay attention to the t- tabloids. She's not really tabloids, but also kind of tabloids. Uh, she's been playing more bo- uh, body positively uh, positivity uh, mm-hmm. lately. Something that uh, I was watching someone kind of talk about her with this whole like. So basically, prior she's nineteen now. Uh, prior to being eighteen, she would hide her body a lot because she was very mm-hmm. sensitive about it, um, and she didn't want to be sexualized. So she would wear big baggy clothes and stuff like that. Entirely fair. But now she is flipping that, and she is like like showing her like showing off and stuff Mm -hmm. like that and being very um eccentric with it Mm -hmm. and someone was talking about this and i really liked what they were saying is that a lot of characters and i think madonna is a character or is a um person that uh characters in the fabric of reality yeah like you get an eccentric character like madonna and who built her personality and her like her image on being sexualized and, Mm -hmm. and um, like eccentric and stuff like that. Right. And if she stopped doing that, people would stop paying attention to her. Mm Kind of did. I I haven't heard Madonna do anything lately. I'm still not entirely clear who that is, but (laughs) it's Madonna. (laughs) I I also don't. Um, For a long time. I thought prima Donna was like the time before Madonna. Oh my God. That is hilarious. (laughs) Um, she's a real prima donna is like someone who describes like a superstar that existed in the time before Madonna. (laughs) Um, but Billy has built her following on her music purely. Right. And, uh, so now she's using her body for body positivity. Mm -hmm. And if she were to stop doing that, her fan base wouldn't give a shit like right. because they like her for her music. And that is a really great thing that she did. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something that could maybe she, she could be instrumental in influencing the way that the music industry. <laughs> uh, I don't know if she would be the one that's like the pivotal moment, mm-hmm. but I think that she's going to be a strong player in that kind of um shift away from uh, shift of the of the music industry the popular music mm-hmm. industry away from focusing on people's bodies to let's actually focus on the talent because yeah. there are some i mean genres differ sure um classical is good all other genres are trash okay <laughs> jazz is okay jazz is great jazz is great i'm not gonna lie jazz yeah. is pretty great <laughs> um <laughs> 
So I'm I'm excited to see. I, I like I like keeping track of that kind of stuff. Seeing how yeah, uh, people. A lot of what I care about with an artist, we t- I talked about this back in our Preston the Musical episode, mm-hmm. uh, is what makes the band, what makes the artist. Mm-hmm. And if it's just they're a piece of crap person, then I don't really like listening to them. Uh, mm-hmm. But if they, if they I, I want them to be a person. Right. And Billy is very much a person. She's made herself a person. Okay. I'm not entirely convinced yet that she's not just a um, like a computer-generated image and they, they just the studio produces the music and says, here, this is this thing we've created. There's a new conspiracy theory I just started. Have fun with that, Internet. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she did. She did music. Anyway, okay. What's else? What, what's, what's else? Uh, cool bit of chess news. Okay. Just to bring that in there. So... Some people might write, this is actually kind of a, a popular interest story too. Um, a year or two ago, um, there was a story that made national headlines um, about a kid who won the New York State uh, K through three championship um, as an eight year old, despite uh, being a Nigerian refugee who was living in the in a homeless shelter at the time. Oh, and you see these stories in the chess world. You talked about this before. I might have talked about this before. You see these stories in the chess, um, coming out of the chess world, kind of in the public sphere, every now and then. You mm-hmm. see someone who overcomes adversity to achieve something. And usually when you dig a little into it, it's like, okay, they're not actually that good at chess. They won the lowest tier section right. of the K-3 through championship. He won the actual full state K-3 through championship mm-hmm. when he was eight and living in a homeless shelter. Which is pretty cool in and of itself. And this past week, he officially got his master title. Oh, damn. He's 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's, uh... You're 25. I'm 25. <laughs> he is, uh, he's better than me at chess at this point. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, he's better than about all but maybe 0.5% of the active tournament playing population. Yeah. And he's improving because he's 10. Yeah. So, yeah, he did not set the record for the youngest master ever, but I think he's in, like, the top 50 youngest ever. Top 50? Yeah. What's the youngest? Nine. Oh! <laughs> Boo! Yeah. It's probably... So it's, there's probably a bunch of nine-year-olds and ten-year-olds? It, it's probably less than 50. It's probably more like top 20, but... Pathetic. Yeah. yeah. He needs to do better. Be younger. <laughs> yeah. Sure, Nigerian immigrant kid that didn't learn the game of chess till he <laughs> fled to the U.S. at the age of seven. <laughs> uh, uh, we have fun here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, because usually you see the stories and they just they kind of fizzle out, or occasionally it's like, oh, they cheated. There was a story a couple years ago about a, um, a poor public school somewhere that won some low level state championship in chess mm. and it came out afterwards that they cheated to get there oh. they sandbagged and tanked their own ratings so they could win the lower section oh um and those are always really disappointing so it's really cool to see this one actually working out it's yeah it's inspiring it's kind of it's fun yeah He's a, kid's a good player he's gonna done quantitatively i looked at the games a couple of his games he's he knows what he's doing all right <laughs> cool that's what I got. All right. You got anything else? Uh, nope. Um, didn't we get, an, there was another trailer that came out. I felt like there was another trailer. This week. <laughs> uh, we got some images for the new He-Man 
Masters of the Universe. Oh, show? you know what we did get? What did we get? Uh, Marvel did like a looking oh, yeah. forward to Phase Four. Yes, and we got our first looks at uh, the Eternals. Yeah, looks like people standing in the desert. Yeah, should be great. <laughs> Good chunk. Of- oh, oh no, we got names. Uh, Black Panther two, Wakanda forever. Yes. Uh, we got the Marvels yes. because apparently Marvel seems to be pushing Brie Larson out because nobody likes her, both in the industry and also <laughs> people watching. Uh, so they're gonna like basically put Captain Marvel along with Miss Marvel, who is the um uh I don't know pretty much anything about her. All I know is she's Middle Eastern. Yeah, and I think uh, Muslim. Yeah, she's a teenager, and uh, she's got like stretchy powers. She's got like stretchy powers. Yeah, she's got a TV show coming to Disney Plus. I think it's slated for end of this year. Yeah, uh, so we got her, and also we're probably expecting um, Monica Rambeau. No, mm-hmm. yes, uh, kids. Who was the kid? Who was the kid from? Who's we'll the... just call her Photon now. Yeah, Photon, and so Photon. Um, we're probably expecting. Maria. Yeah, you know, no, no. Wait, yes. is Maria the mom? I think Monica's the mom. One of them's Monica. One of them's Maria. All right. One of them's now dead. I think this one's Monica. Okay. Because I think what it was, it was like a yeah, like it was a kid, so that she, when she's in the future, right, you know, yeah. right, right, right. Um, so, so. Uh, it's going to be the Marvels with the three of them. Yep. Uh, we have uh, obviously Thor: Love and Thunder, we which has not changed. Um, um, we knew Spider-Man: No Way Home already. Right. We knew Ant-Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. Yep. Already. Uh, we knew Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Uh, we do not yet have a subtitle for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Well, it's just gonna be that because that's what two was. Just Volume that's Two. Right. So yeah, so we do have it. I was just blindly reading my Guardians list. of the Galaxy: Colin Volume Three. <laughs> Still don't have a subtitle for Black Widow. Don't know what's going on with that. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> Spiders of Doom. Something there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we got some got some news from that stuff. Uh, a I think they said it's going to be uh, uh, they, they renamed it Wakanda forever to honor uh, Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. I, my soul is not ready for that movie. Yeah. I'm going to sob. I have no idea what they're going to do. I, I, all I know is they're going to make me cry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Um. So yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Cool. I, I keep seeing headlines for the uh, Amazon Prime uh, Lord of the Rings show. So yeah, that's continuing to happen. Up casting and pre-production yeah. stuff there. I think they're filming. Are they filming? I think they're filming. Are they filming? They've been cast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know they've done a lot of casting. All right. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for today. Uh, mm-hmm. Next week we're going to talk more in depth of things that has happened over the past three months. It's going to be more more in depth news about like what's going on. We'll talk about the movies that have come out, uh, and then we'll talk about what's coming up in the next three months. Yeah, um, look ahead to some stuff that might be coming up. Make some predictions. Make See some our predictions. predictions fared from last time. Yep. Uh, so tune in next week for what's happening in the world in the entertainment world. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Unfiltered or filtered. Filtering out all of the crap-ass tabloid comicbookresources.com headlines that are just, Spider-Man is canceled, because, I don't know, whatever stupid reason they decided at any given point. So it's our objective 
news because we are the most reliable news source. This is us. It's us. Shall we? We shall. Thanks everyone for listening to us ramble about. I'm gonna go get alcohol. Stuff. Preston's gonna go get alcohol. I'm gonna sit here and do the outro sequence. Uh, you can find this podcast and others like it, I'm sure, but don't listen to the other ones. Just listen to ours on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and I feel like there's a fifth one I'm missing, but did I already say five? I don't know. I'm in my own head already. This is not going well. Uh, we're on social media. I mentioned it up top. You can check out our Instagram highlights where Preston promises he's going to be more reliable at Just Us Losers Pod. I'm going to try, dude. In fairness, I never did finish that Zack Snyder's Justice League review, which would have gone on our Facebook page. So I feel like we're all mutually to blame here. Uh, we're on Twitter. That's also at Just Us Losers Pod, where occasionally we get mildly ranty, mostly Preston. Uh, we have not really i've been just being goofy i made a stupid pun about god of war and then i think i made a uh asked a question about people's adhd i just my stupid brain thoughts go on the twitter now you know that's that's which is exactly what twitter is yeah it's just stupid brain thoughts i mean in the grand sum of things most most things are stupid brain thoughts as it turns out but you're a stupid brain thought we're on Gmail, justusloserspod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think about The Undoing and Defending Jacob, or if you've got other um, whodunits and murder mystery kind of things that you particularly like, or if you want to make some grand five-paragraph essay about the the structure of the, the whodunit and, I don't know, themes or something, hit us up there. That's justusloserspod at gmail.com. Uh, we mentioned it next week. We're talking about news, news quarterly update, kind of our industry stock watch report. It'll be fun. I'm ending this. I don't know where I'm going. We're on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Oh, that was.